Welcome to the Breakthrough Maze, where anonymous callers are invited to share their greatest challenges to be led to important breakthroughs that can take their life to the next level. More freedom, more power, more vitality. It can all be yours. And your host, Joe Affelbaum, is committed to helping you find your way to it. Joe offers a strong shoulder to lean on with candid insights. Breakthrough to the life you deserve. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of The Breakthrough Maze. My name is Joe Applebaum, and what I do here today is I speak to entrepreneurs that are looking to create more power, more freedom, and more self-expression in their life. Welcome to the program. Hi. <laughs> Thank you Hi. for having so me. Where in your life do you feel like you maybe have a lack of power, a lack of freedom, maybe a lack of vitality? What's going on in your world? Um, I guess my biggest challenge um, in my business would be building and having stronger management and leadership um, in the business, not necessarily me personally, but building and empowering leaders kind of beneath me, but over my uh, larger staff. If that makes sense, I can clarify more if you're confused. Yeah, so by how, many, my challenges. How, how many employees do you have right now? So I have six employees right now. Okay. And what's the hierarchy? It's you and then you have an account manager and then you have a project manager. Like what, how does it, how does it yeah. break down? So there's me and then I have a general staff manager and then I have five employees that all have the same position uh, okay. below that person. So this general staff manager, are they the ones that you want to build more leadership or do you want to do it on all, all the five that are under him? Yes. It's okay. that person specifically that I'd want to build more leadership. Um, I think me and this person complement each other well, uh, but I'd like to have her be uh, hold people more accountable. She's very supportive and very empathetic, but I think that's caused a challenge in holding the staff accountable to their goals and making sure that they know, you know, certain, uh, you know, things are more serious than just like a simple reminder. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to, kind of have her be a little bit more stronger in that leadership area rather than okay. being like supportive. So when you say, when you say stronger in the leadership area, you're holding people accountable. What is going on? Could you give in a specific example? Because, you know, if we give a specific example, whether it's in our relationship, whether it's in our business, mm -hmm. whether it's in our health, if we want to take things to the next level, we need to be specific. So what happened mm -hmm. recently that was an example of something where they could have had more common sense or they, could have been stronger about holding people accountable? So I guess a specific example would be with a, when a client's deadline um, is missed, there is a, or maybe we're getting close to a client's deadline. There's a lot of, you know, it was, it's like all hands on deck, let's support this person and get the deadline made. Uh, but the problem there is that instead of holding that individual person accountable to meeting their own goal, they, there's a crutch that the management and the other, the management is bringing in other team members to help. And then that person doesn't feel the consequence of not meeting their deadline on their own. Um, and then when it comes down to it, we realize we have people that are not strong enough for the job and they're surprised when we are telling them how serious it is that they're not meeting their deadline. So I think the extra support over the last few months, because we're very new to having employees, the extra support has led to a lack of accountability. So basically what I hear you saying is that the person 
you believe that the lack of accountability comes from saving the person. Yes. Like kind of save, yeah, saving them. It's like the, it's like the analogy is, you know, you keep uh, helping your kid from not falling off their bike, but unless they fall down and scrape their knee, they're not going to learn how to ride a bike. (laughs) I don't know if that's the right analogy, but you know what I mean? Like it's that extra helicopter. It's like helicopter parenting in the workplace. Like stop saving people, let them fail and let other people see them fail so we can build a stronger workforce. Okay, so this person doesn't want the team, the person to fail, and as a result, mm-hmm. you think that this person is not learning because they haven't been able to fail. Yes, and you know, more specifically, I mean, we've kind of this has been coming to a head, and I think there's a lot of learning happening right now because I am finally making the decision that there's one person that I need to uh, let go. And I had to really, and, and I, I want to speak with my manager and us to come to an agreement, but there have been a lot of times where I've been like, this is a decision and we're doing it and we can't save this person. Um, and so I want her to buy in more to, you know, kind of rooting for the company, not rooting for the, the person who's not really a good fit and is not doing their job as good as they need to be. So you find that sometimes this person is more rooting for the employee and it's not in the best yeah. interest of the business. Yes, because there's, you know, when you work in, when there's like a small team, like, you know, six, seven people, you know, you get to know people personally and, you know, you feel bad when they're going to lose their job or if they're not doing well and you see people building friendships. And I'm very like, this, this is a business and they are employed here. And I'm sorry if people feel bad, but the first thing that they need to do is their job needs to be done well. And I think her, she has empathy as a very big strength, but sometimes the empathy is too strong and it's not as much, uh, you know, just focusing on the business. Right. So sometimes the empathy doesn't allow her to focus on the business. Now, are Mm -hmm. there, are there clear deliverables that are outlined in some type of a scorecard or do you have a place where this needs to get done by this and then they're specifically not doing that and ways to hold that person accountable? Do you have like a some type of a formal written job description slash scorecard where you can say, are you doing what this says in here or are you not doing what it says mm-hmm. in here? Is that something that yes. you have? Yes, we do have a clear job description and the, the most clear expectation has been to meet deadlines. And the the problem that we saw come to a head was that even when deadlines weren't weren't made, there wasn't a cure. There have not been clear consequences with the employees. So we realized, okay, even though they were missing their deadlines, we weren't like writing people up or terminating people for missing too many deadlines. So, I mean, that's one thing that we kind of learned right now. Um, but I think we're trying to figure out the proper, you know, when you give people verbal warnings, when you give people written warnings, like when you terminate people. So, cause it's like, Employee turnover is really scary, but at the same time, it has to happen to maintain a strong team and to show people that if you don't do your job well, like you don't get to stay around just for fun. Yeah. So the real issue here is you want to be able to coach this manager to be able to yeah. be more of a leader and not and not you know just beat around the bush and right, like not a supporter and an encourager. Yeah. Right. Because right. if I'm here every day and I'm working closely with her. I can make sure the final decision is the right one, but ultimately to be the 
to have more freedom in my life and in my business, I need to be able to say, okay, if I'm out for two weeks and I need a termination to happen or a written warning to happen, I need the I need to know that she's going to make the the hard decision that's in the best interest of the business and not kind of like the more supportive, like let me just help this person do just a little bit better. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and did you sit down with your manager and explain to them where you're at with them and what what specifically you want them to deliver or what behavior you want them to show? Yeah, I, I, we've kind of been talking about it as we go. It's funny that we're having this call now because it's like, well, I'm in the middle of this challenge. <laughs> so, you know, today I have to, you know, let this person go. And, um, and so I think that Monday being like the start of like kind of a fresh start, that's what I need some type of like management training plan because she has so many strengths and she is learning. Like I see her learning from me and like, she's like, let me hear your language in this conversation so I can be more, you know, assertive with people. So I'm just trying to figure out how I can more effectively train her to adopt some of the more authoritative leadership skills that I have. Yeah. And look, ultimately it's all about them modeling your behavior and the the more that Mm -hmm. they see you do it, the more Mm -hmm. likely they are to learn how to do it. And mm-hmm. ultimately, the difficult things, especially in a small business where you just have a few employees and they have to fire 20% of the workforce, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it becomes something like, you know, you're really a family. It becomes very hard. And you yeah. also see that this person has strengths and you want to try to develop yeah. their strengths. At what point do you cut the person out? But if you decided together that this person has to go, you know, the, the most important thing that you can do is is ask them if they're willing to do the actual work, if they're willing to do the, you know, right now they're wearing, they're wearing training wheels and how do you train Mm -hmm. them while they're wearing training wheels is to kind of practice with them and role play. So if you haven't been role playing with this person and seeing how they would react in in an accountability conversation, then that's a missed opportunity for you to be able to see, to like have them prepare for a meeting with a, a difficult conversation with an employee or specifically accountability mm-hmm. conversation. So I would encourage you to, to role play with this uh, manager and say, Hey, let's have a difficult conversation and create the scenario. And if you do it on a weekly basis after three or four weeks of you doing it, and then you just role playing a few times each time, and then you become the difficult employee, and then they become the difficult employee, and you go back and forth, and you maybe even role play with the employees, you know, just okay. as a fun exercise with the employees in front of you. Like, how can I hold you accountable? What do I need to say to you that where if you do it in role play and you make believe that, you know, you're, you're using an issue that's not really an issue right now, so no one's taking it personal. Mm-hmm. But if you mm-hmm. role play, it's like, how can I talk to you? How would you want me to talk to you as your manager if you don't do your job? How can I tell you that you're not doing your job? Let's role play when the problem is not here so that when the problem comes, everybody's comfortable and they know what the conversation is going to go like. So there's no mismanaged expectation. So you do it privately a few times, and then you could yeah. even do it publicly. After you let this person go, you could say, hey, guys, you know, we're going to be role-playing on a regular basis to make sure that we have the communication the way that it needs to be because everybody wants candid communication. And if you're performing really well, we're going to celebrate. But if you're not performing according to your job description, we're going to have to call you out. And we want to make sure that we're doing it in a way that's respectful and that you guys buy into. And then we have permission from you to be able to call you out. And if your employee gives you permission to call them out and you give the employee permission to call you out as the owner or as the boss or as the manager then it's a two-way street and they feel like they have more ownership and they will behave like owners more. I love that. 
Awesome. Okay, cool. So I really appreciate you doing this breakthrough. Do you feel like you had a breakthrough today? I really do. That was really helpful. Thank you so much. Remember, you can claim your power. You can claim your freedom. You can claim your vitality. But it just takes breaking down so that you can break through. This episode of The Breakthrough Maze is brought to you by Ajax Union, a digital marketing agency based in Brooklyn, New York. Ajax Union's core focus is to support B2B companies to generate better leads, nurture those leads from the top of the funnel to the bottom line. Visit www.ajaxunion.com to learn more about our amazing offering. Thanks for listening to The Breakthrough Maze, hosted by Joe Applebaum. We hope that by listening to the journey of a stranger, you've become inspired to want a little more freedom, a little more power, and a little more vitality. To find out more about Joe Applebaum or this incredible public coaching session, go to www.joeapplebaum.com. Also, head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. Help make it possible for more people to benefit from this free coaching. And leave a comment describing what you got out of this episode.